0: Hello, and welcome to Easy Operations, episode 6. I'm your host, Ron, and I'm also joined by my other hosts, Mondo. Hello. And also, James. What's up? This weekend, we all decided to watch WWE Payback. That's what we've been up to. If any of you follow the WWE, we do. And occasionally, we like to talk about it. And It's going to be this bulk of this segment here. So, uh overall, I was actually impressed with this pay-per-view i liked it i didn't think that i would most of the exclusive they split them up between brands now most of the exclusive pay-per-views had been kind of underwhelming for me and maybe i went in with low expectations but i actually enjoyed this one very much what's what are your overall
1: impressions on it i actually thought it was probably one of the worst pay-per-views um (laughs) in my opinion okay maybe only two things i found enjoyable one was the first half of that weird house of horrors it was just so stupid I enjoyed it, and I would say the tag match with the Hardys. In terms of um, actual quality, I actually really enjoyed the women's title match. I was happy to see Alexa win, Uh, but everything else I thought was pretty uh, lackluster and rather boring, actually.
0: All right, well, we'll we'll go more into detail about each of the matches, but Mondo, what did you think overall?
2: Um, I thought it was actually decent. Uh, The opening match, uh, Chris Jericho versus uh, Kevin Owens, I I thought it was good, but not great. Um, I still feel that they should have just done a little bit more to uh, capture the audience's attention. Uh, but other than that, um, I do agree with James. They're just dragging on this feud with uh, Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman. It's just, at some point, it's got to end. <laughs> well, I will agree that most of these did feel like a
0: carryover uh, beef from WrestleMania that should have ended there. To me, this is your opportunity to hit the reset button on new feuds. Uh, but I enjoyed this, uh, James, you mentioned the House of Horrors, that was terrible, and I chose that opportunity, you know, usually there's a match when you can go to the bathroom, you don't really pay attention to it, uh, but I, I was like, started to cook during this match, because I was like, I gotta make dinner, it's getting late, and, uh, I kind of was halfway paying attention, but every time I went in there, I'm like, this is so corny, this is so dumb, and, uh, I'll tell you a funny story, I actually... Uh, dropped my fish. It was perfectly cooked, and I dropped it on the ground, and it, like, fell apart and split up into different (laughs) pieces. All for this stupid match for trying to, you know, somebody was getting my attention there, and I'm like, oh, let me go see. And then it was not even worth it, so, like, I didn't want to pick up the food off the ground. It was all, like, split up into pieces, so I didn't eat my my salmon there, so I was a little disappointed by that, but... (laughs) My biggest problem, and Mondo, you can chime in afterwards uh, to let me know if I'm wrong or not. But my biggest problem was they kind of didn't follow any type of logic. Whereas (laughs) if you get trapped under a refrigerator, you're, you're, you're hurt. And how could you beat someone that takes a limo to the arena? Okay, that's number one. And then my other big problem was technically Bray Wyatt didn't win. He didn't conquer Randy. He didn't put him out of commission. And if it wasn't for Jinder Mahal... He wouldn't have won this match. So then how is he now so, right? Like, what do you think?
2: Um, one, uh, remember, Randy Orton beat Bray Wyatt for the title. So technically, he still has some type of mystic powers that we're unaware of. <laughs> okay. So I'll give him that. Uh, two, yeah, it's just, um, I don't feel like Bray actually defeated uh, Randy Orton. It was just kind of like an open and shut case. Uh, I think that feud could have dragged on a little bit more. And that's more interesting to me. Uh, but I mean, you know, Muscles Mahal coming in, in the back and uh, striking Randy Orton from behind. Uh, you got to set up the uh, next pay-per-view, which is backlash uh, between them. So it was overall entertaining, but uh, the end could have been a little bit. The ending could have been better.
0: Okay. Uh, some of the other ones that I liked that I was really impressed by, I thought, the though, Neville and yes. uh, and Aaron. What's his name? <laughs> Austin Aries. <laughs> Austin uh, Aries. <laughs> Aaron, Air, Aries. <laughs> uh, I thought that match was better than WrestleMania. I enjoyed that one very much. I enjoyed the women's match. I liked the tag match. Um, it's, I even you guys were talking about the uh, the main event, which was between Roman Reigns. I I thought it was cool. Of course, Roman Reigns is not going to sell a hundred percent, but I liked it how he was limited. They didn't put him over. And, um, you know, I thought the the blood at the end was kind of an interesting touch and, and, and a little bit of like, almost like if you're watching a Marvel movie and you see some stuff after the credits, like if you would have stuck around to watch the uh, Raw Talk, you kind of saw the like, spitting up blood and messing up the ambulance. I mean, that that was kind of cool.
2: Overall, it was pretty good um, with uh, that at the end. You know, like you said, it's kind of like you're paying a little extra. If you're watching Raw Talk, you get that little uh, behind the scenes with Roman Reigns. But in the end, it's. You know, I'm going to say it. It's Roman Reigns. I mean, come on, like so many beatdowns. He's going to come back. It's, uh, you know, Cena 2.0. Yes. Uh, fans are intelligent enough to my understanding that like, hey, you know what? We've seen this before. Um, you know, we want an evolution of the Roman Reigns character. And I believe once we see that, I think he'll go over. That's just my opinion.
0: Uh, I agree. They need to have him go through some type of struggle. Things can't be so easy for him. I think people respect somebody that puts in hard work and doesn't have the impression that he's being like, you know, pushed up to the top. Um, uh, but James, overall, what would you give this this pay per view a letter grade? Sounds like you scored a failing grade or something.
1: Uh, C minus, D plus at okay. best.
0: All right, I would have gone with like a B plus, solid B plus. Mondo. B minus. B minus. All right, well, it sounds like you guys weren't too thrilled about Payback. I liked it a lot more. Um, As for movies this week, it seems like I was the only one that went to – well, I didn't go to movies. I uh, – oh, okay. I got a DVD of it. Uh, Lion is a 2016 movie starring Dev Patel and Nicole Kidman. And uh, I'm going to read the IMDb description so I don't give away too much. A five-year-old Indian boy gets lost on the streets of Calcutta, thousands of kilometers from home. He survives many challenges before being adopted by a couple in Australia. 25 years later, he sets out to find his lost family. Um, This movie was really good. Uh, It was very emotional. It's just – it's based on a true story and it's just about like the hardship that somebody – Uh, growing up in a poor country would go through and just kind of living on the streets and what happened if you get lost and separated from your family and uh, years later going back to try to find that family and and what you have to do to kind of find them and when you don't have a lot of information because you were a child and uh, I really like this movie I would recommend it Um, you know I I don't want to go too much on it but uh, I really liked it and uh, it gets a solid thumbs up for me so James let's start with you. Uh, American Gods. I want to see the show, but I don't have Stars. That's the channel it's on,
1: right? Or is it Cinemax? I do, uh, it is Stars. Uh, okay. You can tell that it stars with this overly uh, excessive violence and nudity. They kind of <laughs> go. They they know that they're a paid, I guess, uh, network, so they take advantage of it of just doing gratuitous TNA and violence. It's pretty much about these. The back this one guy who's in prison, and then when he leaves prison, his wife happens to die. And uh, there's two sets of gods, these new gods and old gods. They're kind of beefing with each other. So the old gods are kind of using this guy as a a conduit to help them in their war against them. I've never read American gods, but the way this uh, seems to be heading, it seems very interesting. And uh, I dig it a lot. Um, The thing I really want to talk about this week is Better Call Saul. Uh, I know you guys may be familiar with the character from Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yeah. have you guys seen uh, any of Better Call saw by any chance? I
0: actually saw all of the first season, and uh, I have not gotten around to seeing season two. I know that is available on Netflix, so
1: I'm about a season behind then. Okay, well, the second season is spectacular, and this current one, uh, where it's heading right now, is, uh, is, is man, It's some of the stuff is on par with some of the best stuff on Breaking Bad, especially really? since it is... You know, as you can tell with the first season, it's not only an origin story for uh, Saul Goodman, it's also origin for Mike. And uh, they are featured heavily, especially in second season. And then a lot of the villains actually from Breaking Bad appear quite often. and You get a different side of them in this series. And I think that this is one of the best shows on television. I like the way it's shot. It's It's very stylized, just like Breaking Bad. I highly recommend second season, Ron, if you haven't seen it yet. Only 10 episodes. I really think you'll like it. Some of the best work from the actor who plays Mike, especially in that first season. He actually had a one one great episode uh with uh that his granddaughter. Um but that I would highly recommend. And the current season is currently playing right now and then All right, Mona, did you get into uh Breaking Bad?
2: Uh yeah, I actually uh, watched the uh, pilot episode. I was uh, in there from the very beginning. I just didn't realize you guys were watching that. Uh, I think me and James were talking about that, like in the third, fourth season. <laughs> and I was like surprised that uh, you guys were actually watching that. So,
0: uh, but you it's haven't a... seen Better Call Saul?
2: No, I have not. Um, okay, that's one wanna... I have to catch up.
0: Sounds like it's a no-brainer. If you like Breaking Bad, this is uh, more of that, but uh, more of the good stuff, and just kind of fills out that backstory. Definitely cool. Uh, so, I've been watching Handmaiden's Tale. This is a Hulu exclusive TV show starring Elizabeth Moss. Uh, and it's basically, imagine this kind of alternate future where a woman is forced to live as a concubine under a fundamentalist theocratic dictatorship. I'm reading off the IMB description. Uh, and basically imagine this kind of universe where uh, most of the women's, women's, <laughs> women uh, are not fertile. And so the ones that are, are kind of highly prized, but they've been kind of captured and uh, forced to uh, bear children for the the leaders of this new alternate government. And uh, it's a really interesting show. When they first put up this show, they only put three three episodes of it. And I actually watched all three of them. And then I was actually looking today, they actually added one more. So I don't know if the first three was kind of get the people who like to watch a bunch of episodes or make you get a better impression of the show. But it seems to me that they're going to release it week by week now. I know that's how Hulu tended to do some of its shows like that one with James Franco. Um, And I I like this method because uh, I don't like to binge things unlike James here who's going to power through the whole season. He probably would have watched this whole thing already. Uh, (laughs) So this way we can kind of all approach it on the kind of roughly the same timeline. Um, But I recommend this show. It's really interesting and almost kind of – believable that this thing could possibly happen. And that's what kind of makes it a little bit more scary and dark for that
1: alternate timeline. So highly recommend it. James, uh, are you interested in this? Oh, yeah. This is the current hot uh, show of the week, especially among my coworkers. They uh, recommend it highly as well. So I'm looking forward to it. It sounds to me like just based on outside looking in, in terms of the synopsis, it sounds kind of like Children of Men a little bit, that kind of future. There are some of those common themes there, yeah. Yeah, it seems like kind of a mix of that and I guess uh, sort of a social commentary of our current government, yeah. sounds like. Okay, yeah. so I'm all in. Uh, I, I will say if you don't have Hulu, it's pr- you're
0: probably better off just kind of waiting for the whole thing to come out. Unless you want to be in the conversation, then you can do it week to week. But, you know, like I, I had a coworker that was like, you know, I want to watch the show. I don't have Hulu. I would probably say wait till the whole thing is out. And then you can watch. You could pay potentially one month. So uh, up to you. I still like Hulu. I get it for wrestling anyway, so it's all good for me. Uh, Mondo, any interest in this? N- not too much. Okay. <laughs> Ron, do you happen to
1: know how many episodes it is?
0: Uh, Yeah, it's supposed to be 10 episodes.
1: Okay, full 10. Yeah. yeah.
0: So number four came out this week. Then there was the Marvel, Netflix's Marvel's Defender trailer was revealed. I didn't watch this because I haven't watched
1: um, Iron Fist yet. But uh, did both of you watch this, and what do you think? You know what? You should be. You should watch it because it doesn't really spoil anything from Iron Fist whatsoever. Also, this is a trailer that's never going to be playing in theaters. So, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I would. <laughs> I would definitely check it out. It's very. It's very. Uh, int- you saw all the. You know, at least three of the four. It doesn't look like it follows anything with Iron Fist other than Iron Fist exists in this universe. Okay. I feel like it's a little bit more of a continuation of the Daredevil season two storyline. Did you finish that? I did, chance? and I don't think it was as strong as the first season. Right. And
0: I, I kind of slowed down on it, and then I was like, yeah, I should finish this off, and I did. Um, but you know, Iron Fist, we we talked about it in earlier episodes. And I actually just had one of my co-workers, he texted me, he's like, I'm going to save you the trouble. Do not watch Iron Fist. It was terrible. (laughs) I I thought it was cool because I think he liked like the first and second episode and he started to get hyped on it, but he just, he, he thought that it petered out and it just didn't deliver on, on the promise of it. So I don't know. It's just, I, I hear more negative than good about Iron Fist. So I may just jump right into Defenders and just kind of skip
2: Iron Fist. Amanda, did you get a chance to watch this trailer? I did. And I enjoyed that they, uh, kept some of the sense of humor, uh, In the Defenders, so there's going to be some, you know, funny moments in there too, which is always fun. So it'll have a serious tone, but at the same time, it's going to be lighthearted. So uh, I can't wait to see this. It looks amazing. Uh, Mondo, did you end up finishing Iron Fist? Uh, Yes, Um, I enjoyed it. Um, You did? Kind of powered through, but um, it was enjoyable.
1: Yeah, I honestly think the second half of that show is actually better than the first half. The first half is pretty horrible, so the (laughs) second half is where it gets a little better. Well, it's like I talked about last
0: week, right? It's (laughs) like you got to invest four hours before something gets better, but oh well, what are you going to do? All right, enough about TV. Uh, This past week, saw the release of Prey, well, Prey 2, but they're not calling it Prey 2, am I right? It's called Prey.
1: I think it's just called Prey, you're right. Yeah, so,
0: but this is a sequel to an old uh, Xbox 360 game I played many years ago, and we all got a chance to play this demo, and I'll start out, guys. I really wanted to like this game. This this seemed like it was right up my alley. It, it seemed like Bioshock. I liked the sci-fi storyline to it. I liked the, the narrator kind of telling you where to go. But as I started to play it, I felt like it wasn't clear on what it wanted me to do, and I felt like the mapping or... I didn't know where to go, and they give you this type of uh gun that spits out this styrofoam or some type of a uh, substance that's supposed to help you solve some puzzles, and I found no examples of how to use that, and even the weapons that it did give you weren't very effective, and you had these very fast-moving enemies that I found hard to kill, and... At a certain point, I just gave up. I'm like, "This is if I can't figure out where to go, I ran out of ammo and <laughs> I was done, man." Like, I don't know. I'm gonna wait for the reviews. I'm not saying I'm swearing off the game completely, but uh, I'm 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 just kind of wait to see what the critical reception is on this. What What
2: do you guys think? You got a gun? All I got was a wrench. Yeah, I, not I, a shotgun. I got, there you I got, go. <laughs> I got I got completely lost, and I do agree with you there. There's like um there's no hug to tell you like where to go. Yeah. So I was trying to figure out like, Hey, what do I do? I'm listening to this, uh, this guy, January. He says, you know, you got to get out or escape somehow. And we got to meet up. I'm like, oh, okay. So, um, pretty much I'm starting to break stuff. Um, uh, and then I'm like, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, okay, so this was, this is crazy. You know, like I'm outside of my apartment. Uh, everything was like this crazy fabricated lie. Um, and I'm just walking around and I, for the life of me, even James knows this. When I play like a, like a puzzle game, it takes me forever to figure out what the hell's going on. And <laughs> I was just like, well, there's a safe. Maybe if I look around long enough in this one room, maybe there's like a key code. Maybe it's in an email. I couldn't put, you know, two and two together to open up the safe. So I started walking around. And then at one point in the game, uh, I get closer to this door and then boom. The soundtrack kicks in, it's pumping me up, and I'm, and I'm like, all right, all right, you know, I'm going to see an enemy, I'm going to see an enemy, and I'm like, because I'll be honest, some of these games I really can't play because I'm such a scaredy cat, I crouch down, I'm like hiding behind a chair, I'm waiting for the enemy to pop out so I can hit him with my wrench, nothing happens. And, and I get up and I start walking around, and and I'm just like, okay, what do I do now? Like, the, the music's still going, it's still pumping me up, but I'm like, am I doing the right thing here? Yeah, I I was
0: listening to one podcast and they were mentioning that the sound cues or music cues seem to be off and it does uh, turn up the music and nothing's
1: happening.
2: Yeah, I found myself like, man, this is really, you know, it's hyping me up, but then there's nothing around me. Supposedly,
1: uh, that's a bug and it's being fixed in the final release. That's what I read anyways. Well, James,
0: are we wrong? Uh, What do you think
1: on this? (laughs) Well, I'm not saying I don't speak for you guys, but I, it feels like, I feel like... <laughs> Please do. Yeah. <laughs> I speak what for all easy wrong? operations here. <laughs> saying that I feels like I it is opposite day today. Because I actually really enjoyed the demo, is that it had that Bioshock element of it. It also reminded me a lot of Half-Life. You're kind of this dude that's going to a test facility of some sorts, and then uh, all things go to hell. And uh, you're kind of not sure where you are, the places you're working for. That part where you broke through the window actually was pretty... Pretty damn cool, in my opinion, Like where you found everything was kind of a lie. You're not, you, know, you didn't literally leave your house or go to the helicopter and all that stuff. That part was extremely cool. Yeah, uh, I do agree too. with you. The yeah. combat could be a little better. Um, maybe it'll be fixed in the final release. I don't know. Maybe I, I feel that it was a little unresponsive, in my opinion. That, that gun was a little weird, too. The one that, I don't know, freezes slash styrofoam people. The story is what intrigues me so far. There's a lot of flaws with the gameplay but you know, it's a single player game. It's not my type of game to buy when it's uh, without a multiplayer at full price. But this is something I'm definitely gonna keep an eye out whenever it's on sale.
0: Yeah, and I know I'm I'm cliche on this, but this might be something to put on easy mode, seriously, and just enjoy the storyline. But if it if it has these problems where you don't even know where to go, that's that might get in the way. So I actually
1: didn't have any of that problems. It was just Figuring it out, I mean, it wasn't that difficult. It was just one particular (laughs)
0: staircase where you had to go into the security room, and there was multiple doors on multiple floors, and I wasn't clear on which one. That little marker that tells you roughly where to go uh, just wasn't specific enough for me. And then some doors could be hacked, but some couldn't. I don't know. All right, well, um, since uh, I finished Zelda Breath of the Wild, it was time to play some games, and I really wanted to go back into my catalog and, and... past something that i haven't i'm I'm kind of guilty of uh buying games that when they're on sale and not finishing them I and mean, it's very easy when games are digital to do that and so i was like i'm not gonna buy anything new i reached back into my old uh you know pile of shame if you will and uh played doom on playstation 4 this game came out a couple of years ago and uh i love this game i i'm about halfway through it now To be honest, I probably said it on EC as well, Uh, but I just, it moves so quickly. It feels like the old Doom in a way that nothing since the original one has before. Uh, It it has the old weapons, but makes them feel new because it has little variations and a secondary firing on them. And uh, it has a cool storyline. Also, again, with a narrator that's kind of pushing you through the storyline here, has little challenge modes to get upgrades. I love this game. Uh, I
1: know James probably got this one as well, uh, right? Right. Actually, I was the one that kept telling you to play <laughs> Doom. Uh, I beat it last year or whenever it came out. The year before last, it felt like a long time ago. I don't know how old it is now. Yeah, Mondo, what about you? Did you play this one?
2: Uh, I did get to play it for a while, and um, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, it's a fast-paced action game, and again... Um, I get lost <laughs> a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of a lot of the times. Even though we do have a map, it's funny. Like I kept going in circles at one point, and I was stuck for like about thirty, forty minutes. I actually streamed this game for uh, a while ago, and uh, yeah, when I got stuck, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna put it down. Let me let me relax because I was going into my rage mode, and I just said, you know what? Let me uh, let me let me put it away just for a little bit. And yeah, I haven't touched it since. I'll <laughs> agree
0: with you that the map, because it's three dimensional, it's kind of hard to place where you're at. Um, that's another map that I don't like. Uh, and also, the secrets are very hard to find. And you can easily go through this and miss out on half the secrets. And they provide you nice upgrades. So, you know, but you, if you just... What I like about it is that you can change the difficulty on the fly. If you want to make it harder, you want to make it easier for yourself. But it's worth picking up again. It's it's fairly easy game to grasp. I would recommend you pick back up and uh, finish it off. I'm, like I said, I'm about... Halfway through, and I will finish it pretty soon. It's hard to tell on PS4, but I actually go to this one website. It's like how long to pass. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've seen that, and yeah. uh, and it estimates around 15 hours. There's 12 to 15 hours or something like that. Oh,
1: okay, sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. like an
0: average. And so. Yeah. All right, uh, James. Mario Kart 8 that came out this week for the Nintendo Switch. Is it just Mario Kart 8, or does it have like some type of an ultimate or some type
1: of a you know little extra name on it? Deluxe. Deluxe. Okay. Yeah, guys, it's so good. The graphics, the way it looks, it runs so smooth. The amount of content that's in this game, it's almost just perfect in the sense that it offers everything that you want in this type of game. And I know it came out a long time ago in the Wii U, but I never bought, bought a Wii U, so I never got to experience this. And I honestly think it's probably uh, the best Mario Kart since, <laughs> I don't know, the last one I honestly played was the N64 one, so I only have three games to compare it to. But uh, this is obviously the best one, in my opinion. And it, what's cool about it, uh, for an old-school gamer like me, it has a lot of tracks from the Super Nintendo N64 and, and uh, days. I guess they remade them. I don't know if they did that in the prior games as well.
0: They did on the, on the Wii. That's the version that I last played, was the Wii version. And they did make, remake a couple of them.
1: I see. So um, what's, you know, not only is this just an excellent game, uh, they actually added back, I guess, a battle mode. I didn't know that it wasn't in the last version of this game. And uh, that brought me back to the Super Nintendo days as well. Uh, Getting that feather to make you jump over uh, (laughs) the the walls to get the special items and all that stuff. So they brought all that back. One of the best things of being on the Switch is that I can take it on the go. That's just a general benefit of the Switch uh, in general. But it's cool that you can use the individual Joy-Cons that are attached to the Switch to play two players anytime. So I can just take it on a plane, which I plan to next week or at work. So uh a couple of people uh, at work have switches so what's cool is we could play you know split screen on the on the on the on the actual tablet and we can have their own little joy cons on there. We don't have to bring like four, five different controllers, it's just what comes with the switch. Uh one of the features of
0: this one is that many of the items and characters are unlocked. And I remember talking to listener of the show Rooney and he was saying that what's the fun of that? That if everything's unlocked, what is there to kind of enjoy and look forward to? How do you progress through the How would you answer that question?
1: Well, do you feel the same when you get a fighting game with all the characters unlocked? Well, I'm in favor of the unlocks. So I'm oh, just, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you to make the case for someone that wants the stuff locked. <laughs> there's still there's still a lot of, uh, there's still progression in it in the sense that you have to get coins because you still have to unlock the carts, the actual unlockable carts and parts okay. for them. The actual characters, you don't have to lock anymore. I think there's only one secret character. I think it's Metal Mario or Gold Mario. All
2: right. Well, let's hear from Mondo. Mondo, what have you been playing? I played uh, Final Fantasy XV. Played two good hours into the game. Uh, I went into a dungeon. And let's just say I need to boost up my characters. I was getting my butt kicked, getting my ass handed to me. And all of a sudden, the game crashes on me. And there was no autosave outside the dungeon. I should have been smart enough to just say, hey, you know what? Just in case, let me save right outside the dungeon. Nope. I didn't do all that. So I had to start all over, which was fine. I was like, okay, two hours. Eh, not too bad. Tried it again. Same thing happened. But just further <laughs> further into the dungeon. And I was just like, "Ah, oh, man, I was disappointed. I was just uh, frustrated, for lack of a better word. And uh, you know what? I just put it aside. And then I just started streaming Halo 5, and I was just playing multiplayer over the weekend.
0: But did your progress get uh, erased, or what?
2: Um, no, because I, I did the smart thing. I I went a third round with Final Fantasy 15, and I just saved it right outside the dungeon. So uh, sometime this week, I'll get back into it. Okay. And I better um, not
0: freeze. <laughs> <laughs> and are you going to keep going with it? Are you enjoying the game?
2: Uh, so far, so good. I am enjoying it, uh, but I just... The, i just hope it doesn't crash that's my only thing uh i do want to finish the game uh, i don't want it to be like my uh, vault of shame where i have a collection of digital games and i don't pass because i am guilty of that too <laughs> <laughs> all right fair enough uh and you were also playing
0: halo and we did talk about this and and did we talk about this in other episodes
2: halo 5 yeah just uh playing the multiplayer doubles uh with the uh, james rooney we we're doing a little uh multiplayer uh Team Slayer, which was fun. Um, actually, on Saturday night, we went almost flawless, uh, a la Trials. We kind of had like a nine-game win streak going. We only lost wow. one, and we kept on going. And then it was, uh, oddly enough, it was the opposite effect. Uh, I think it was Monday afternoon. Uh, we, kept, <laughs> we just kept losing all these games. Uh, and we only won, like I would say, like a, like a handful of games, like maybe three or five. But overall, it's, it's still such a fun game, uh, especially the multiplayer aspect. It, it's always a lot of fun.
0: Well, it's it's cool how this game has been able to have a lot of replayability because it came out at least a year, almost two
1: years ago, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. 2014 or 2015. Yeah, wow. about two years. Nice. Okay. All right. Well,
0: it's time to get into the news here. Uh, first item, the first Zelda DLC was announced. And uh, this is part of their season pass. Which I believe costs about $20. And this is basically content that will add to the existing game. So it's a bunch of costume packs. There's a Majora's Mask. There's a, it's funny, they have a little Tingle costume. Um, <laughs> they have the helmet um, from uh, Twilight Princess. They have the armor from Phantom Hourglass. They have the Korok, which are these little funny leaf creatures. Um, and it also includes a hard mode. This is the opposite of what we recommend on Easy Operations. I would never uh, play this, but I know some people are into that, and there's people that speed run this game that they want to play it on, make it harder for themselves. So, uh, you know, it mixes up some of the enemies in the game. Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to get this, especially since I've already passed the game. If there's any kind of expansion to the storyline, that's what I would more than likely do. But apparently, you cannot buy these a la carte, so if they do release, a, they did announce some type of a expansion to the storyline. Uh, they'll probably read more details on that later, but you kind of have to get
1: both of these. Uh, Any of you guys interested in this? So you're saying you don't want the Tingle costume? Well, it seems cool, but um, I'm going to pay 20 bucks. For <laughs> tingle, Tingle. But, <laughs> but you'll get to play that expansion. With a tingle costume, come on! You know man. what?
0: By that point, if I have to buy the whole uh, season pass, I'll probably see what I can do with that tingle costume. So.
1: <laughs> make sure to dye it too. Make a make it a bright color other than green. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I agree with you. Uh, this DLC, unless you're a hardcore hardcore fan, I don't think it's worth it until uh, the next one with the story content comes in. The only the what ni- what was nice that came with this DLC, or I believe it's out now. It may not be part of this dlc but it was an update i don't know if you mentioned it. Um, is that they added the uh, voice packs finally so you can play it in its native japanese language um which i would probably wish it, uh, you know which i would have played when it came out initially um, at release because the english voice acting is pretty horrible and it'd be nice to play with that japanese yeah, uh, authentic yeah. language uh, i um, think that was a free update i agree i don't think the english
0: cast uh, is very good so it would have been interesting to see what the uh you know, announce the announcers, the, uh, the <laughs> commentary, uh, I kind be- of I- joined
2: you guys uh, over the weekend. There was a sale, uh, I actually found a Switch, but I didn't have the funds to, uh, buy one.
0: <laughs> they did, um, kind of restock Switches over, uh, was that, I think it was over the weekend or early in the week. Um, I myself, especially since I already got Zelda, which has scratched the major itch for me, um... I'm going to wait until they kind of revise the console. You know Nintendo is notorious for that, which kind of leads us up into our next story, is a console revision. So this is the new 2DS XL has been announced, and this is a revision to the Nintendo 3DS. But uh, previously the 2DS was aimed at kids, and it didn't have the clamshell type of format to it. And it was a way to give... uh, a 3DS to a kid that wouldn't hurt their eyes and they could drop it because it was very durable. But now this one is a way to just kind of make this cheaper for them on Nintendo's aspect. It is a clamshell console. It looks nice and it has all the things that are available in the last 3DS, but it's slightly cheaper. It's going to be available for $149.99 starting on July 28th. Uh, this is kind of cool, and it's almost like Nintendo saying, yeah, 3D kind of came and went. Um, I don't know if I want this. I never, I got the Zelda Edition 2DS, and it's before they revised the 3D that it was a little more accurate. Any interest in getting this? I don't... I, I think I might pass on this.
1: I personally think that the 2DS XL actually looks really cool. Uh, I like the colors that they offer, and, um... You know, in the 3DS in general, it just has just a great library of games that I have yet to play. Maybe down the line when it goes uh, another sale, when it's maybe under 100 bucks, I know the 2DS is currently under there. So maybe when it matches that price, it's a little bit more of an uh, interest for me.
2: I like the color scheme. Um, I mean, it does come with the adapter this time around. So you can plug it in and oh, that's uh, get good. the charge. <laughs> so you don't have to spend an extra $10 aside from, you know, from the actual console itself. But uh, I think I'm going to skip. I, I still enjoy my 3DS, and I'm going to stick with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, if this thing would go on sale, imagine for $100, bucks, that would be like a no-brainer. I might pick one up, especially if they have limited consoles. You know, around the holidays, you tend to see this. Um, we'll see. I don't know. I, I say that is, but I, then I realized that I only bought two games. I got Zelda that came with my console, and uh, Mario 3D World. So... I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll pass on it. So, Alright, next up is Darksiders 3 was announced. I didn't get to watch this trailer, but I will say that I'm very interested in this game because I played both the first and second one, to, and to everyone's surprise, on hard mode because it had really good achievements. It was like a 100-point achievement in particular for the first game. And it was hard but doable. And uh, I really like these games and I... I played them both, and so I'm interested in this one. Uh,
1: who saw the trailer? I did. I liked the series as well. It was pretty much at the time when they came out, the quote-unquote mature Zelda. In a sense, it's exactly like Zelda, just with a different theme, uh, a more uh, cooler art style. And what's nice about this new one, it it seems to continue that with the Joe Maduera. Is that, am I saying that right? Maduera, right, something like that. <laughs> his <laughs> art style. This one's going to be Fury, and it's a female horse woman. And I uh, don't know the story, but you know I'm looking forward to it as well. When you played the first two, did you like part two or part one more? Okay, so while the loot that they added and the kind of
0: weapon drops was kind of cool for the second one. I did feel like I enjoyed how focused the first one was. It really did feel like a Zelda for the modern era. So I liked a more directed path. It's kind of like how I feel about the Batman Arkham games. I like the first one as a more contained experience and that you needed one weapon to access the next dungeon and things like that. So um, I prefer the first one, but I enjoyed them both. Mondo, did you play uh, any other dog Siders games? Uh
2: just the first one and it was really enjoyable. Uh I got halfway through it. Uh I was playing it on my PC. And uh, it's really fun, to be honest with you, and uh, I can't wait for part three. Uh should I get into part two just to uh get a recap of what's going on in the storyline or can I skip? Um well it does
0: it does pick up the storyline. Um it's a good game. I I didn't they offer
1: one of these uh on a
0: games with Gold Weekend? Am I wrong? Right.
1: So, which one? Mondo, you should have both of them on your ready install. So. Oh, perfect. <laughs> there we go. I'll, there you uh,
2: go. I'll uh, put it on easy mode. But yeah, I did see the trailer. I can't wait because uh, you're going to be fighting the seven deadly sins. So, uh, you know, you're going to have Wrath, Gluttony. I just want to see how they're portrayed in the video game with the art style. So, I'm looking forward to that. All right.
0: Uh, also in news, Tekken 7, the official roster was announced. Um... I'll wait for the reviews. I do like the Tekken games as well, but I feel like as the series is go-, go on, it's getting harder to kind of learn new fighting games. I don't know if it's just me, but uh, as as they get more advanced, and I, I I found it difficult to kind of get into Street Fighter Five for similar reasons. It's like you have to learn new things, and you really got to dedicate a whole kind of, just play that game, right? You have to kind of master it, I, I suppose, any fighting games like that. But I feel like back back when we were growing up, if you knew Street Fighter, you could pretty much play any fighting game and you'd be all right. And I don't feel like that's the case anymore. So that's kind of my uh, you know, complaint about modern fighting games. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I, I could see that. Um, in most cases, it's usually the roster that determines that. And Street Fighter V's roster is pretty, pretty bad, in my opinion. Uh, I would say it's kind of similar to Street Fighter III in a sense that it introduced so many new characters with different mechanics. Um, I kept only a few original, but I believe three, in terms of just its overall mechanic, was at least a different, it was a change compared to Street Fighter v, um and four. It didn't seem any different, other than it had a worse roster and better graphics. Yeah. Uh, so I hope it's not like that for Tekken seven. All right. And uh, last up here is uh, the division is free this weekend.
0: You guys play this game a lot. We talked about it on prior episodes. And uh, how much of this can you get for free like what what is it is it the whole game or
1: yeah i think um as much progression as you want within the three days that you have it so friday saturday sunday
2: so everyone can go hog wild you know just be free Mm -hmm. if you you decide to uh
1: start that up (laughs) you know we can join you yeah maybe you guys can like
0: power level me through this game (laughs) (laughs) all right sounds good uh well, any last mentions? Mondo, I know you wanted to give a little public service
2: announcement uh, based on an article you had read. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. For streamers like myself, I'm an amateur streamer. But if uh, this goes out to anybody, just if you're streaming or not, uh, we do love video games. And we tend to sit down in our you know video game chairs or any type of chairs, what have you. Um, but once in a while, take the time to stretch, walk around. If you're sitting down for long periods of time, you know what? It's actually pretty bad for your health. And you're going to need snacks, you know, don't put too much time and effort on, you know, putting a soda right in front of you, get some water, get some juice, Uh, none of this energy drink stuff, because ultimately it's bad for you. And as a gamer, you know what, we want to keep on gaming healthy, and we want to have, you know, great reaction time. So, you know, when you say if you're playing a multiplayer game, and you're down, you know, take that extra, you know, 10-15 seconds of respawning time. To, you know, stretch out your hands, stretch out your arms, and things of that nature.
0: Yep, and make sure to take
2: breaks and yep. take walks even around the block a little bit. That will help. And... You were even telling me that, Ron, uh, like yep. about a year ago. Like, hey, man, stretch out those hands. <laughs> yep. yep. And before we leave, just the plug. Thank you to Tura HVR and Lovebug5502. Thank you for the review and the comments. We appreciate that. We love the feedback. And like Ron said, you can email us at qa at gmail.com and we'll reply to as many as we can. All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thank you for
0: liking our Facebook page. And if you didn't know, we, we actually have one. Uh, it's the Easy Operations Podcast Facebook page and uh send us feedback we haven't gotten any so far so either we're doing great or no one has uh, given us any feedback (laughs) but the email in either case is easy at gmail.com and i want to thank everybody for listening and uh stay tuned for next week when we'll be talking about more video games and movies and tv shows so uh goodbye everybody